Welcome to another show. You know, I realized that we don't really have a lot of people that care about kids. We don't have a lot of, we don't, we have people that don't really care about kids within programs. And I, I mean that, and what I mean by that is, is that, you know, in sports, kids, everybody's not a D1 athlete on a team. Some teams have them. I think a few years ago, I remember looking at Dent Ryan versus Oha, and there were so many Division One athletes on Dent Ryan's team, and not so much for the Oha, um, for the Coyotes, Wichita Falls. But what I mean is, we have guys, and we have schools, and we have programs who are now taking more of a seven-on-seven approach to things where they're just going to try to go and get kids from, you know, all the different schools. I want to try to get kids from all of these different schools and, and, and bring them in to the program. And they probably are ballers. But we all know what happens in... What happens is when kids are in these programs and they, they see that they bring in somebody else with some clout and some Twitter followers, they start to lose their confidence. And when you get these type of kids in your programs, things don't go the way that they're supposed to go. Then that's when you start having the cracks. Because when kids and their parents who only care about themselves only care about their recruiting process, only care about their stats. When things are not going good, those people that came to your program because it was shiny at the time and because you were winning and you were being and you were successful, those people will leave you high and dry and you will sit here and have to go back to that kid that you broke their confidence at that sub-varsity level. Listen to what I'm telling you. A lot of people, a lot of coaches, they coach based on potential from day one. That they already have guys selected based on their potential. How many seven on seven games you played in? How many AAU basketball games have you played in? They, they base this off of the hype machine. They base it off of the hype machine. Okay. Back in the old WCW, I'm bringing an old wrestling analogy into it. Back in the day in WCW, if you were a wrestler that had the pyro behind you, you know, the fireworks, that means you were a big deal, right? But you weren't getting no pyro if you were a mid-card or a lower-card guy, right? You wasn't doing it. It wasn't going to happen. So... What I mean by all this is to say is, is that a lot of these guys, a lot of these kids have Twitter followers. They have a, they, they're, they're good. They are talented at, for their age level because everybody matures differently. And everybody, by the time they're in 10th grade, everybody's probably the same, right? Or pretty much they're the same. People need to understand, like, stop sitting here crapping on kids that are 
in the ninth, eight, ninth, tenth grade, you crapping on them to go get somebody else, and you be having the dogs right there in your backyard, but you disrespect them, and they don't they don't have the type of parents these other kids have. They don't have the parents that can just get up and move and go somewhere else. They don't have those type of parents. They can't just do that. They have to stay and, and be crapped on by who you bring in here. And you give those kids that have that little hype behind them, young kids, kids who are young, you like to have you you like to bring those kids on in. And you give them the longest leashes. But you don't nobody because nobody wants to develop. And then we have these coaches who are sitting here and they subscribing to the 707 model all because why they want to win. They want to win right now. They want to win right now and they don't give a damn about these kids. They tell them, oh, I love you and all that type of stuff. They say that to you. But how much do they really love you? If they loved you, they would tell you and teach and they would develop you. Not go out here on the waiver wire and try to find somebody to replace you. That that's the problem. Nobody wants to develop these kids, and these kids can be just dog, just as dogs as anybody else. And I'm not jealous or hating on these. I coach travel basketball. One have a whole lot of trophies in my house that I that take up a lot of space. But it's the truth that we have we have now got coaches who want to reach out to seven on seven coaches to bring them in. In a lot of cases, these same coaches are now teachers or, or on the staff in some way. And these coaches and these people, they have the connections to the kids. Good for them. They have these connections to the kids, but the thing about it is they're going out here and doing some things under the table and talking to parents and doing stuff. And overnight, they are trying to gut out other people's programs while trying to enrich one program with a bunch of people who really and truly have developed a mentality to be about themselves so they can be all glory to God. Thank you, God. Such and such just offer. All glory to God. All that, bro. All of that. So, so we really need to be, you know, is nobody going to say it? Because I guess everybody in some way feels like, you know, it's taboo. But it's, it's the truth. Nobody really wants to develop kids. Nobody wants to develop kids. And that is not the reason why a person like myself, I didn't get into the business to recruit. I, I, I wanted to develop. I developed the kids that I had with the Texas Trailblazers. I, de I, I had to develop those kids. They were from, from Wichita Falls. You know, we had to play, play, place every, you know, people from everywhere. But nobody really wants to develop. And then, you know, guys now are, are, you know, now they're the hot, the hot shit, right? They're, they're the hot shit because they feel like they have a group that's just so special. And, and they ain't got it. And it ain't, it ain't coaching. It's not coaching. 
None of it is coaching this because you have sat here and you've done it the wrong way. You, you cheated. You cheated, bruh. And you're sitting here and you think you're nickel slick. But I got your penny chains, bro. And, and, and you're doing this stuff and you're trying to be so outwardly with it because you're so desperate to try to win a state championship. But what are they going what, what are they going to do when they find out that your 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 guy, your plug is bringing your kids all the way from uh 30 miles from a different city? What what, what what's going to happen then when they find that type of stuff out? Huh? Or when they when, or when, when when your plug is sitting there talking about how he's trying to get this kid to come from here and getting this kid to come from there and getting this kid to do this. And it's so crazy is that the guys who are doing it the right way feel helpless. They feel like they're helpless. They feel like they are, are doing it wrong. They feel helpless. I mean, a lot of people sit around places. People will sit around now. Think about it. There are people who will sit around and talk about how bad another place is, but try to get and, and, and grab and, 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 and recruit their kids. They will try to recruit their kids, but talk about how bad their place is, but try to recruit their kids. As if where they are is pristine clean. The business is about kids. We all know that. But it's always it's also about playing for your school, playing with the kids you go to school with, the relationships you have. That is why Lumberton 2004 and 2005 was so special. There was no move-ins. There were no kids. It was just a bunch of kids who the coaches developed, won state championships, and hit people in the mouth. That's what happened. And I know it because, hell, I have, I ran a middle school program. I was the one in, in, in 20, what, nine years that, that took those kids and taught them how to win. Only, only school in the pattern that, that won a division one championship in, in, for a district championship. Me, the outsider. I know what it takes. I, I, I know what it takes to be a winner, but I also understand the developmental piece. When I played, when I had the Texas Trailblazers kid, my hot my, my tallest kid was six foot freaking two. Going up against six, 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 seven guys. And we're beating kids from all across the country. And we're freaking going to all these different places, playing for the Mavericks tournament. Playing for, I don't mean not the Mavericks tournament, but the Spurs tournaments. Going to Bigfoot hoops and doing all those things. And we play with less, with all these teams that had the, the jackets and the jerseys. And, and we had nice stuff, but nothing to the level that rose to the level of what these other schools had. Because we didn't have the money. Because I was the one funding and taking care of pretty much everything with the help of just the, what the parents would pay. Which wasn't always a lot. So I had to have a bunch of kids. We had to win with less. We won games with less. Because we developed. I developed. I had a developmental model. 
I didn't I couldn't I couldn't get the big time kids from Nike Pro Skills or from all these other Texas Impact and all these other other uh programs that were around in the in the DFW area. But we have guys now who are subscribing to it. What they're basically saying is is that I'm gonna do everything that I can to go and get kids from other schools and, and and do everything I can to try to get these kids in here to try to win. And I'm at a program that's got that that's got almost what 300 kids in the program, and the kids who sat here and and made history. In a lot of cases, some of the kids who made history learned how to win, broke, busted their tails to try to get the approval of the, of the of the of the high school coaches. You're going to put them on the back burner for the new kids that you're driving 30 miles, who drive in 30 miles with your with your seven on seven coach, driving in from 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 from. From 30 miles out inside the, to the district. Hey, do what you do, man. Do whatever you do, but don't sit here and, and act like somebody else got a a, a a bad situation because they don't do what you do. Because they don't sit there and try to gut other people's programs because they are not afraid to develop kids. 